All right, welcome, my friends. Another week has, in fact, gone by. This is the Grain of Salt podcast, episode number five. Uh, here with you, your host, Jason Shepard, all right, chef owner of uh, Cutting Edge Meals, LLC. So be sure to uh, follow all the uh, social media outlets there, Instagram, Cutting Edge Meals. Uh, we have Twitter, Cutting Edge Meal, Facebook, find me there, Cutting Edge Meals as well. Uh, some exciting news for me personally, all right, this past week, uh, I was just granted access into iTunes and Google Play for the podcast, so you can now go to both of those and search, and my podcast will come up. So uh, definitely be sure to to check that out, um, as that is obviously very exciting. So this week, what are we going to be talking about this week? This week, we are going to be talking about restaurant etiquette, how to conduct yourself in a restaurant. I'm going to go over both sides of that equation, one for employees and one for patrons or the people that like to dine in a restaurant. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with patrons, and both of these are going to be in no particular order. It's just kind of how I thought of it, so kind of a little all over the place, but bear with me. All right. It will make sense. So just uh, patrons, all right, listen up. All right. Um, First and foremost, when you get to a restaurant, and you are ready to be seated. Uh, don't be upset when they don't seat you and not everybody's there because you get some douchebag that's like, oh, yeah, 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 they're just parking the car or they're right around the corner. And then that's the asshole that sits there for a half hour waiting for the rest of, of their party to to show up. So uh, that's just a dick move, one, as the patron, all right? So uh, the restaurant has every right to do that. So, again, expect to be seated when everybody that you're dining with is with you. Um Second thing, if you're at a restaurant, all right, and they have a bar or, you know, an area where you just hang out and drink while you wait for your table to be ready, all right, um, when your table is ready, pay the bill at the bar, okay? Don't ask to transfer the bill to the table and all this other stupid bullshit, all right? Pay the tab at the bar, settle that out, and then go sit down, have your dinner, order more drinks, do whatever you need to do, all right? Um... This happened literally right in front of my face, actually, the other night. Um, It was literally the most mind-boggling experience I've ever probably witnessed. So we're at this restaurant, very good restaurant, all right, jamming, absolutely jamming. I mean, we personally waited an hour and 15 minutes for our table, but besides the point, we're sitting there at the bar. There was a a group of people, you know, adults for sure, uh, having drinks. It was quite a few of them. Uh, they were already there at the bar when we had sat down at the bar. Um, so they must have been there at the bar easily an hour and a half, give or take. Table's ready. So they go, and the bartender's like, all right, so, uh, you, you know, you want to close out? And the guy's like, oh, can we transfer it to the table? And the bartender's like, kind of caught off guard, because obviously that's a dick question to ask. And the bartender was like, well, yeah, I, could, I can close you out here if you want. And the, the patron turns around, and he has this fucking wry smile, just wanted to slap him. Because he knew, he knew what he was fucking asking, like a dickhead. Oh, it pisses me off. Anyways, so he's like, yeah, but could you just transfer the bill to the table? Of course, the bartender obliges. Obviously, you can, you can argue with the customer. But what a dick move. Seriously, dude, that's so fucked. So naturally, right, I we kind of befriend the bartender so to speak and I was just like dude that I feel for you that's that's real shitty 
And he's like, yeah, that was over a $200 tab. And the bartender was literally feeding these guys drinks all all night. So, again, I, I mean, it's don't do it. Just close out the bill at the bar, move on, go down to your table or wherever you're sitting, all right? And then if you need to keep drinking, do it there. Uh, but it's just uh, frustrating. Uh, so speaking of tabs or bills, right, uh, unless you have an actual fantastic reason, as adults – there's really no reason when you go out to dinner, you should be sp- splitting the bill. I mean, uh, what is this, high school and you go to the diner and for burgers and fries and you have to, you know, everybody gets their $12, you know, bill? Like, come on, let's, let's be adults, all right? Everybody just chip in, divide the bill, all right? Again, within reason, all right, I understand that there are certain circumstances. That being said, if you have to split the bill, okay, tip should be the whole bill, and everybody should split the tip. That's non-negotiable. Okay, so if the bill is forty bucks, and you know two of you split the bill, twenty and twenty, right? Just tip on the whole bill. Don't just tip on what you had. All right. Um, it's just cause then now one person's tipping on fifteen, the other person's tipping on twenty, then the other person's tipping on you know twenty five. It's just tip the whole bill and divide the tip evenly amongst who is going out to eat, all right? Um, Segway, right? Tipping. Don't be fucking cheap. I don't understand this. These people work hard, all right? And it it is what it is. Working in a restaurant is hard work, all right, for for everybody, but especially a server or or a waiter or a waitress. It's just, I mean, they're they're jamming, all right? So don't be cheap. if your food comes to the table wrong, uh, clearly like overcooked or undercooked or, you know, um, you ask for something and it's on there or, it, you know, don't take that out on the server. Nine times out of ten, I'm, okay, so maybe they forgot to put the note, you know, no onions or some stupid shit like that. But don't take it out on them, all right? They're not the ones cooking your food. So, again, minimum tip, 18%. It's just, again, now you're not going to tip the same way at, you know, Chili's as you are, you know, uh, a nice steakhouse, obviously. But, again, don't be cheap with the tipping. All right. Now, this next item, this this really, this is up there. Um, it's, yeah, very fucking annoying. Do not... Under any circumstance, stack plates when you're done eating. You are not Bob the Builder, so cut the shit, all right? When you're done eating, you put your fork and your knife or your spoon or whatever you're using your utensil-wise, put it on your plate, push the plate slightly in front of you, and fucking leave it there. Don't start stacking shit all sorts of fucking crazy, all just... Leave it the plates and dishes and everything. Leave it where it is. Just because it's comfortable for you to grab something and hand it all stacked haphazardly and fucking ridiculous doesn't mean that the person clearing the table is going to feel the same way. They might have their own system. I personally have my own system if I was to clear a table. 
All right. Some people like to put the heavy stuff on the bottom. Some people like to put the silverware or utensils in some sort of orientation. All right. That's just how it works. Everybody does things differently. So do not stack plates. Number one, because it's fucking annoying. Two, now it just looks shitty. Now you got this big pile of shit right on the table. You're trying to have a conversation with the people you're out eating with. All right. It's just, just leave it alone. All right. Someone will come by to clear the table. If it's that big of an issue, if you can't sit there with some dirty fucking plates on your table for more than 30 seconds, all right, then politely ask the server to clear the table or the bus person or whoever, okay? Do not fucking stack plates. Next item on the list. When you're eating food at a restaurant, and this mostly applies to to a place where you'd eat something with your hands, maybe a burger or fries or pizza or something along those lines, right? Uh, wings, right? Some, you guys get the idea. If you need to grab a condiment, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, salt and pepper, right? Any of those things. Wipe your grubby little fucking hands before you touch all the shit on the table, Okay, that's fucking disgusting, all right? Nobody wants your buffalo sauce all over their salt and pepper shaker, all right? Or your greasy, nasty fingers digging in your fries. Now you're going to squeeze ketchup out. Get the fuck out of here. That's disgusting. What the hell's wrong with you? What are you, raising a barn? My mom always used to ask me that and left the door open. What are you, raising a barn? No, I wasn't raising a barn. So conduct yourself like a fucking adult. Use a napkin, all right? Ah, oh, fucking annoys me. There's nothing worse and this, the flip side of this, too, is restaurants, okay? Let's make sure we clean the table, all right? Your bus person, whoever's doing that, make sure we wipe the table. You wipe the table down, right? We're going to get into that on the other side. But just wipe everything down. I don't know. Why is that so hard? I don't Anyways, all right? Next thing on the list, all right? As a patron, is a restaurant. Understandably so. You're going to go to this particular place, order food, eat food, enjoy it. A nice time with friends, family, whatever, for a certain occasion, right? Maybe it's just you want to go out to eat. Maybe it's a birthday. Right? I understand that, right? It's a restaurant. Okay, great. It's not your fucking kitchen. It's not your house, okay? Things in life don't work that way. It's not that convenient. Do not treat it like it was your own personal kitchen or your own, you know, sitting in your living room eating pizza on a Friday night watching TV, okay? A little decorum, a little politeness. Conduct yourself like an adult once again, all right, do be polite. Don't you know? Don't yell and scream or do all sorts of crazy shit. All right, other people are enjoying a nice evening or a nice lunch time out. Okay, just because you don't have to think about anybody doesn't mean that other people aren't paying attention to what you're doing. All right, don't be a dickhead. So a little decorum, conduct yourself. All right, and trust me, follow those little steps there, and you have. Uh, a lot better uh, time dining, all right? And that's just the surface of it, right? I mean, we I could sit here for the next three days and tell you horror stories and all sorts of other stuff about about patrons, especially being an employee of a restaurant at you know numerous times in my career. Uh, I have plenty of horror stories, but um, just we'll keep it at that, all right? Uh, employees, all right? Just because it was on the top of my head, right? If you're the bus person and you're cleaning the table, wipe off the condiments, wipe off the containers, wipe, just wipe the whole table down. And when you wipe the table down, that means everything on the table. If you need to wipe off the chair or the bench or the booth or what, wipe that down too. I ideally don't use the same fucking cloth because that's disgusting, but 
You know what I mean? Just when you're cleaning, clearing the table, that's what you do. All right. So employees, right? Even if you are beyond busy, like you don't even know your head from your ass and you are in the weeds and you you don't even know where you are. You're so fucking busy. Most importantly is acknowledge any new table or customer that comes to the bar or sits down or wherever your situation, bartender, server, whatever, okay? There is nothing worse as a patron than to just sit there twiddling your fucking thumbs. No water, no drink. You don't. Maybe you don't even. The people don't even know you. They got a new table, right? As soon as you get a new table, and just hi, welcome. I'll be right with you. Just I, let them know that you have seen them. All right, because it just takes out the bewilderment and the questions. It takes it right off the table, right off the rip. Okay. Second thing, read your audience. Understand your clientele, okay? Be ready for stupid questions. That's going to happen, all right? Also, a family with kids will have different needs than a couple in their late 20s and 30s out for a Friday night, okay? Understand who your clientele is, all right? And this next one kind of applies to, well, it should apply to most restaurants, but there are obviously a couple exceptions. Like I said, you know, if you go to Chili's or any of those other chain restaurants, you, you might not... Um, have to follow all of these particular rules, uh, except for the don't be fucking grimy. But um, don't clear plates until everybody's done eating. It's literally the most rude thing in the history of rude things. All right, it's is absolutely frustrating to be the one sitting at the table eating, and all of a sudden someone's reaching over the table emptying plates. I, it's it's incredibly rude. It that it, it's so annoying, uh, and it's just uncomfortable. So, don't clear plates until everybody is done. All right. The second uh, thing, in kind of regards to to like menus and and all that kind of stuff, knowing right, knowing your audience, knowing your clientele, also know the menu. <laughs> mind boggles. It's or it's mind boggling, I should say. Um, when I ask a question. And you, you can tell when someone has no fucking idea what they're talking about. They're full of shit anyways. But know the menu. You work there. You are serving this food. All right? You should know what is in things. You should know, well, not exactly how things are prepared, but you should have a basic understanding of how things are actually prepared. All right? It's just, um, there's, it's, it's so also frustrating to ask a question and you get this cacamamie answer that you can again you can tell when someone's bullshitting you or or they just make crap up and if you don't know which it's okay not to know maybe someone has a super technical question um say you don't know and go find out it's not that hard um but again know the menu all right um this this one is also this is probably one of my most frustrating things coming from a front-of-the-house versus back-of-the-house sort of thing, Uh, especially being uh, a chef. If you serve food at a restaurant and it turns out that something was wrong, it was overcooked, it was undercooked, um, someone asked for something and they didn't see it or they, they wanted this but didn't get that, do not blame the fucking kitchen, okay? 
it might have been their fault. They might have fucked it up real bad. And yes, it is the kitchen's fault in that regard. But you are a team. You are there for the customer. It's do not blame the kitchen. It just makes you look stupid. It makes the restaurant look stupid. It makes everybody look bad. All right. Apologize. Fix the problem. Fix it fast and move on. Right? The customer doesn't care whose fault it was. The customer wants the correct food. So again, you're a team. Fix the problem as a team. Move on and just be done with it. Okay? Um, kind of in the same regard, be attentive to your customers. Be attentive to your tables. All right? Don't stand there and watch someone eat. That's fucking weird. But you should be you should be there without being seen. All right? You you should Know when to show up and know when to not be at the table. Don't ask a hundred fucking times, how's your food? But you want to ask a couple times, how's your food? All right? Don't want to disappear, but be attentive. Know what's going on. Maybe someone needs more water or more drinks or maybe some, maybe they have an issue with the food. You want to make sure that you can make the customer feel as they are your only table that is that's the key the customer is there to enjoy a night out where they don't have to do anything you should almost be in a position to think for them all right i know that's hard and that's this is something that doesn't come naturally to most people and it is an art form and it does take some practice but be attentive okay not overly so because that's also annoying but be attentive all right also as an employee of a restaurant you should know something the general public is full of dumb, rude, asshole people. That's just a fact. That is the same thing for any industry, for wherever you go. The general public, nine times out of ten, sucks. So, with that being said, be prepared for that. All right? You're going to have at least one bunch of dickheads or rude people a night. It's just going to – it's how it happens, okay? However – do not let that one rude table fuck up your mood, all right? Especially don't let it fuck up your mood for the rest of the night because the rest of the people that you're taking care of will notice something is off or something's wrong or that you're frustrated or that you're angry or you're annoyed, all right? And in the end, the only person that's going to suffer is you because now you've made the customer feel some sort of way. They might tip you less. They might not come back, right? All this sort of stuff. Perfect example at the restaurant I was at, right? The guy, the bartender, he lost out a fair amount of money from that tip, okay? I kind of, you know, we were talking about it, and, and in the end, he was like, well, what are you going to do? It's, there's, you know, you can't, there's no reason to get excited about it. That's the right attitude. Okay, yeah, it fucking sucks. Just move on. Someone maybe is annoying. Okay, it's annoying, so move on. All right. Don't screw yourself out of a potential tip or extra money or or whatever the case may be just because one table is being rude. All right. Um, also, if someone asks a dumb question like "What's the best thing on the menu?" or "What do you recommend?" All right. First of all, what's the best thing on the menu? Come on, that's such a stupid fucking question. Anyways. So if someone asks that question, all right, do not say just the most expensive thing on the menu, all right, just because you want a bigger tip or some stupid bullshit like that. One, I see right through that, all right, um, but don't do that, all right. 
here's the best way to answer those kinds of questions. And in reality, when someone asks you, what do you recommend or, or, you know, what's your favorite thing on the menu, right? That's another, that's another maybe good question someone might ask. The best sale you're ever going to make to someone, and let's be honest, as a server, you're there to sell the menu. You're selling the food, all right? The best sale you'll ever make is something that's honest, something that's true, and something that you're passionate about. So here's an example, okay? You can sell the most expensive thing on the menu. Let's say that most expensive dish is 30 bucks. All right, yeah, that's going to add a nice little chunk of change to the overall bill. However, if you are really into this particular appetizer, all right, maybe the appetizer is 12 bucks, all right, and then you're really into this other main dish, and that's 22 bucks. I'm not a mathematician, but I'm pretty sure that that's more than 30, right? 22 and 12. That's extra money. That's $4 extra than you could than you would have had otherwise, all right? It it's simple and someone is going to be more apt to believe you and follow your recommendations if you are honest and passionate about something all right so this is extra money all right so again i can go on and on and on with all this sort of stuff but those are just a couple little key items there all right um email okay so here's a question how do you keep your pasta from clumping that's a good question all right perfectly cooked pasta all right so most important piece to pasta, all right, is boiling it in a lot of water. You, I rather you have way too much fucking water or way too big of a pot than too little of a pot. Pasta, when cooking, needs to boil, needs to move around, it needs, you know, it needs to cook evenly with all that water. All right. The next important part is salting the water. Fun fact: pasta water should have the same salinity as the ocean, which has the same salinity level as your blood. So, that's a fact. That's a top tip, okay? Also, do do not overcook pasta, okay? I would rather you cook pasta a minute less than the package instructions say than to overcook it. Pasta will continue to cook once you drain it, all right? It's called al dente for a reason, all right? Um, also, do not fucking rinse your pasta, all right? With the exception, and I'm talking pasta, not rice pasta or corn or all this other fucking sort of nonsense. Do not rinse your pasta, okay? Also, too, there's, there's, and I'm torn, all right? But if you don't want your pasta to stick together in the end, you do a little olive oil. That's what I do. I have been known to use butter. Uh, I would say it depends on what I'm going to use the pasta for, but you can use both, all right? So um, I personally like butter for long pasta, spaghetti, fettuccine, linguine, all that sort of stuff. I like olive oil. For your tubular pastas, you know, rigatoni, penne, all that kind of jazz, all right? Um, so, speaking of pasta, right, this week's recipe is going to be basically one of my most favorite sandwiches, but I, I've, I've actually turned it into a pasta. So, what you're going to do is you're going to take some Italian sausage, sweet or hot, combination of both, doesn't matter, you're going to bake it in the oven, you're going to cook it, all right? While that's going, you're going to boil some pasta. For this dish, you're going to use rigatoni. Rigatoni is the best pasta of all time. All time, rigatoni, rigatoni. Remember that, okay? Next, while the pasta is cooking, and this is right, you're gonna get a little another pot of boiling water. All right, you're gonna take some broccoli rabe, you're gonna cut the ends off to stem a little bit, maybe an inch or so, and you're just gonna pop it in some boiling water for just a minute, okay? 
you're going to strain the pasta out, you're going to take out the broccoli rabe, you're going to rinse the broccoli rabe under some cold water. Okay? That stops the cooking. Only the broccoli rabe gets rinsed. Do not fucking rinse pasta. Okay? So, now the broccoli rabe is cooled down. You're going to take the broccoli rabe and you're going to squeeze it out, wring it out with your hands, right? You don't want all that water. It's all waterlogged, right? Wring out the broccoli rabe. Squeeze it dry. Once it's dry, but wring it out, okay? Once it's wrung out, you're going to cut it up into little one-inch pieces, okay? You got some, some onions. You're going to chop up some onions. You're going to slice some grape tomatoes, slice some grape tomatoes in half. You're going to saute onions. You're going to saute the grape tomatoes. You're going to add the cut-up sausage. You're going to add the broccoli rabe. You're going to saute all that up, right, once it's all hot, once it's cooked. You're going to add the cooked pasta. You're going to add a small amount of crushed tomatoes just to add some liquid. And now you've now you've basically got this nice pasta dish with nice Italian sausage, nice broccoli rabe, right? Maybe shave some Parmesan cheese, a little crushed red pepper flake. Man, fire. Trust me, okay? So that's this week's recipe. A uh, little food news. All right. Uh, this this first one is is not not so much news as a little food industry um, kind of hint, little trick here for you. Okay. Um, five Guys Burgers and Fries, um, near and dear to my heart. Uh, probably one of the best burgers of all time. Um, for obviously fast casual type of dining uh, establishment, but. Uh, here's a little Five Guys secret, right? Five Guys has grilled cheese. That's not a secret, right? That's on their menu. Uh, and the way they make their grilled cheese is with a hamburger bun, right? They flip it inside out and, and toast it and make it nicey nice. Well, you can get a patty melt at Five Guys. Here's how you do it. You order a grilled cheese and add a patty. Yes, indeed. And you can put whatever the hell you want. It's this. Grilled cheese works the same way as a burger, right? All the toppings are free. You can put whatever toppings you want on there, right? You can do all that sort of stuff. Uh, so they charge you a, a, a nominal amount for the extra patty plus the cost of the grilled cheese, and you get to add whatever shit you want onto the onto the patty melt. Boom. Now you got a patty melt, all right? Uh, so you're welcome for that. Hope you're not on a diet. Um, next item on the list, right? Red Lobster. Not a particularly a big fan, but just in case you are, all right, I, and how they didn't have this before is beyond me, but they now have lobster mac and cheese. So if you are a lover of the red lobster and you are a lover of the mac and cheese, uh, you can now get both in the same place, all right? Um, and this last item, this this is pretty cool, uh, and I, I actually didn't know about this uh, until uh, just recently, obviously, doing my research, but uh, Saved by the Bell, right? We all love that TV show. Uh, that's, that's my generation. Uh, I remember watching it all the time, uh, you know, many times over. But uh, there's going to be a restaurant opening in L.A. on May 1 of this year called The Max. And if you haven't already put two and two together, The the Max is going to be a diner themed uh, like the diner in Saved by the Bell. So um, pretty cool, I think. It's could have a little novelty, could have a little nostalgia. Um, should be interesting. I'd, I'd be curious to see how that, how that goes. But... Um, Pretty exciting. So, again, for those of us that kind of grew up in the 90s, watched Saved by the Bell, that's that's pretty much uh, some exciting news there for you. So, uh, that being said, uh, again, I could have gone on and on and on for days, but this is, uh, you know, just wanted to keep it to a, to a normal a normal length here. Um, that's, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for me here. 
All right. So again, uh, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for following along. Thanks for subscribing. All right. Talking about subscribing. All right. iTunes, Google Play. Be sure to go there. Follow me. Subscribe. All right. We want to get this thing off the ground, off and running. All right. We're doing big things here. So uh, please, please be sure to follow me there. Um, Instagram, right? All that kind of stuff. Facebook, Twitter. All right. I'm everywhere. So be sure to go uh, give Cutting Edge Meals a follow. Right. Direct message me, email me, all right, feed me, F-E-E-D-M-E at cuttingedgemeals.com, all right? Again, I welcome all your questions, comments, cares, concerns, all right? Uh, so I look forward to hearing from you, all right? This, this will be, uh, hopefully this will be some, some good helpful hints and, and whatnot for your Friday, all right? Start the weekend off right, all right? And uh, everybody take care, and we'll talk to you in a week.